Hello and welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Football Pod. Coming at you with our best bets pod of uh, week 11 here. Cody, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you so you can uh, give the people some more stats uh, about our last week. We went 5-1, and one, another winning week for both of us, Cody. 3-0 and oh for you. You have been on an absolute heater lately. Uh, much credit to you, but uh, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, weeks, week, seven through, uh, week 7 through 10, uh, 12 picks, only two losers, so can't, uh, can't be too upset upset with that um i'm at a lowly nine and three yeah i'm yeah you're just you're blowing me out of the water yeah you need to need to up those numbers a little bit but uh (laughs) like you said last week i think like if we're going to make some relevance uh for us i think that this might be the podcast to do it because we are on fire i'm just going to highlight some of the really cool stats i think that uh what we're doing is actually really impressive so i I do want to highlight it here uh we were five and one last week we have not had a losing week since week one and we've gone three and three twice in week three and week five. Besides that, it's been nothing but winning weeks. We are 39, 20, and one total. We could go three straight 0 and six weeks and still be up, still be above 500. Uh, I am 18, 11, and one. That is 61% hit rate. If you take out my one and two week one, that's a 65% hit rate. Nick is 21 and 9, 70%. And if you take out his 0 and 3 week one, he's at 78% on the season. Absolutely insane numbers. Combined, that puts us at 65% for the entire season and over 70% when we take out week one. So, again, if there's any podcast that you're going to listen to and really take our advice, I think we're making our name for ourselves on this one. I think this would be the one to do it. So, uh, again, super impressive on both of our parts. Nick, absolutely just. Dist- tearing it up so far this season so i'm trying to catch him i'm doing my best i was three and oh last week but tough to catch you when you're rattling off two and ones basically every single week yeah uh cody you've done a great job the past few weeks really turned your game around you were kind of hovering around 500 there for a while and now you've just taken off uh, and you're really not that far behind i think one or two weeks uh of you know if you if you best me by one or two bets the next couple of weeks you could pass me so good, great job by you we've really both rounded into form here late in the season just just good job on the best bets spot by both of us for sure well i'll go ahead and lead us off this time uh with i'm gonna go with my least favorite Uh, best bet of the week that is lions at giants i actually like the giants minus three um mostly i just like the giants defense against the lions offense i know the their offense has been good but the giants defense has been relatively or has been really solid this year and they're really good at stonewalling the run i think that um you know it's going to be falling to jared goff in new york weather and i like the odds on that so not that I like Daniel Jones much better in the outdoor weather, but you know they have Saquon Barkley and their running game is a little bit more dependent. So I'm going to take Giants minus three. It's a little, you know, a little don't love it, but uh, I do think that it's a good one to bet on. I think that's the right side personally. Yeah, looking at this line just from a you know a 360 view, it's pretty surprising to see the Giants only favored by three. I think anybody right. uh, that maybe doesn't know football too well would just see that and easily take the Giants minus three. They're you know, seven and two, the Lions are three and six, they're at home. It seems like a smash play. It just smells a little bit like uh, the game you accurately predicted last week with the Packers and the Cowboys where Vegas is, you know, I, I imagine that, you know, 70, 80% of the money is going to be on the Giants in this game. And it seems like Vegas is just trying to get people to bet on the Giants here with this low of a line. So that's the only thing that kind of pulls me off of it. But all of the football points are completely fair. And uh, yeah, I would expect Giants minus three to hit pretty easily. But uh, Vegas is 
And like you said, they, they always win at the end of the day. So um, for sure. Yeah, it, it just gives me a little little bit of nerves on that one, but seems like it should be the right play. My first one is the Bears at the Falcons. This uh, this game will actually be featured twice, uh, which I don't love. That is a little risky because obviously, uh, you know, if one factor goes wrong, both the bets are going to lose. But first one is Bears plus three. I think they're just a better team than the Falcons. Uh, you have two bad defenses, one mediocre offense, and one really good one right now. So uh, I'll take Bears plus three in a dome environment. Uh, I, I, this is more of a bet against the Falcons than it is necessarily confidence in the Bears as a team. I think they'll uh, be able to put up points, and I think the Falcons will do their thing, score about 20, and the Bears will win by a touchdown. Yeah, I think it's a vote of confidence in uh, Justin Fields as well. So I do, I, you know, when you're just looking at the quarterback situations, I'd much rather bet on the team getting points with Justin Fields versus the team giving points with Marcus Mariota as their quarterback. Exactly. So I think that is a good, uh, that's a good pick there from you. I actually figured you were going to take that one, so I did not uh, put that one on my list i knew you'd probably be back and much obliged cody uh my next one here so this is one i actually really like and i have actually heard a different couple of podcasts that were more on the Bengals side of this but i'm going to give my my reason for why i'm on this side so Bengals at steelers steelers plus three and a half first one a tomlin in divisional games at home as an underdog is five oh and two against the spread uh so that's just a nice little Love uh, that boost, stat. absolutely. And then one thing I do want to point out against the Bengals, they lose games against elite pass rushers. They lost week one against the guy they're playing this week, TJ Watt. They lost week two against Michael Parsons, defensive player of the year right now. Week five against the Ravens, who always have a solid pass rush. Maybe not one necessary player, but they have a good pass rush. And week eight against the Browns, Miles Garrett. So uh, whenever there's an elite level of a pass rusher com- coming at uh, – you know, Joe Burrow, the Bengals just aren't the same offense. So I'm going to ride with Tomlin, underdog at home. These are, uh, I believe, out of division games just in general. He he hits in over 80% of these. So, um, you know, again, like we always say, Vegas always finds a way to kind of win uh, when they shouldn't. But I think Steelers plus three and a half, again, is just the right side to take. Yeah, I like uh, all the stats you gave. Give me a lot more confidence in this one. Uh, on its face, uh, you know, from a football perspective, I wouldn't take this line but at the same time I think this is a low scoring divisional game and when that's the case and the home team is getting points the smart play is almost always to take them and especially when they're getting uh, three in the hook here so you can lose by a field goal and still win this bet Uh, I like that quite a bit in a low scoring game Okay, so my next one is Bears at Falcons once again. This time we're targeting the over-under. I've been on these Bears over-unders, but this time we're going under. The over-under is 49 in this one. So big thing here with over-unders that we're looking at is rush rate and pass rate. So uh, basically, if a team has a high rush rate, uh, it's going to lower the amount of opportunities that both teams have to possess the ball. Game clock's going to move quicker, uh, and the opportunity, you know, the margin for error is going to be less for both teams to hit the over. Let's look at the rush rate for both of these teams. Well, the Bears are number one in the NFL in rush rate. The Falcons are number two in the NFL in rush rate. We're going to see a lot of running in this game. We're going to see that clock keep moving. And basically, the Bears and the Falcons are going to have to be perfect on offense to hit this over uh, or a defensive touchdown. Uh, the bane of under betters uh, for, for the existence of the NFL. That is the only way I think that this one hits. They're either going to have to be perfect on offense or a defensive touchdown is going to have to happen. It's 
pretty much always a good bet to bet against that happening. Yeah, one thing I like to do with over-unders when we're looking at kind of two bad, you know, kind of bad teams like this is just split it right down the middle. Each team would have to score 25 for this to hit the over. And like you said, without a defensive touchdown, I don't know if the Falcons can hit 25 points. So, um, I, you know, there's a chance the Bears maybe run it up, but I still think it's still going to be, you know, pretty close scoring overall and just low scoring in general. So I like that under quite a bit as well. Uh, my last one here, Commanders at Houston. I'm going to take Houston plus three and a half. I just expect this game to be close. Uh, Commanders coming off of a primetime victory. Um, usually games, you know, whenever you play a game in primetime where you probably win one where you shouldn't, you, you typically come back to earth. So I'm just going to bet on that happening. Uh, the Texans have, you know, have been in their games at least this year. They don't necessarily get blown out. So again, kind of similar to the Steelers game. I just expect this one to be close overall. And I, you know, probably expected to come down to a field goal one way or the other. Yeah, I like this bet quite a bit as well. I think the uh, this is another one. We talked about this before the Green Bay game on Thursday. This seems like an overreaction to one game. Uh, I believe if they had set this line before Monday night, it would have been maybe Houston by one or close to a pick 'em. And you know, after that Monday night game uh, where they played a divisional opponent, you know, had a great game plan, executed it perfectly, but can't expect that to do them to do that every every time. I'm going to take uh, the larger sample size of the rest of the year for the Commanders as as uh, you know who they are as a team. So. So could see a little bit of a letdown on the road against the Texans. They're getting three in the hook. I like that quite a bit. For sure. My last bet uh, gives me uh, some of the heebies. I do not like taking uh, large lines like this very often, and the Bills burned me last week, but I just think they are a much better team than the Cleveland Browns. That is uh, Browns at Bills. Bills favored by 7.5. We'll take them and lay those points. Uh, the Browns are just, you know, a much worse team than the Bills in my mind. And I think this line is another one that is a bit of an overreaction to last week's game. Uh, I think if the Bills had won that game against the Vikings, this line would be closer to 9 or 10. But with the worries about Josh, Josh Allen's elbow and them looking, uh, you know, a little human the past two weeks, losing both those games close fashion, I think the Bills come out and just, you know, put it on the Browns, win by two-plus touchdowns, and cover this one pretty easily. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually have a bad... A bad uh, take here on this one. Not your bet in general. I, I think you're on the right side there. But this game, the over-under was at 42.5 when it was supposed to be in Buffalo. I got the sleeper mm-hmm. notification that the game was getting moved. Immediately opened FanDuel, put a you know a decent-sized wager on the over because it was still let me bet it. And then about 10 minutes later, I got an email saying that my bet got voided. So <laughs> Vandal was not uh, letting me take advantage of getting that in in time, which I think is pretty ridiculous because they were still accepting bets at the time. But, uh, you know, I guess that they all, you know, like I said, Vegas always finds a way to win one way or another. This one, they, this time they just voided my bet entirely. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's disappointing. I I, uh, I kind of targeted that earlier this week as well when the line was at 42. Uh, I, I heard rumblings it was going to be moved to Detroit, and I think that there was a huge opportunity there. It sucks. I would have loved to hit that over under, uh, obviously at that point, but up at 49 and a half, I, I could see that going either way. Um, I these guys can both attest. I, I sent a, a group text to yep. our to our guys' group saying everybody hit that bills over under while you can while it's at 42 because this game's going to get moved and lo and behold it did but uh, at this point i'm still pretty confident in the bills uh, to win this game pretty easily absolutely so i have one question that i'm going to ask you and then i have a i have a teaser parlay that i'm going to ask you about see what you think so first uh dallas minus one and a half i expected that to be on your best bets list this week is there a certain reason why it's not 
Uh, it was a tiebreaker with the Bears and Falcons one, actually. I like the, uh, the Cowboys a lot more than the Vikings, um, but they did burn me uh, a couple weeks ago. So uh, I, I just don't like taking a bet where you're laying points on the road against an 8-1 and one team. doesn't seem like smart betting. Uh, I do believe the Cowboys are a better squad, though. That, that is the side of the, the line I would go on. There was just a couple that I liked a little more. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. I, I was, like I said, I, I almost included that on mine as well, but I was like, yeah, I think Nick's going to take that one, so I'll let him have it. But um, I thought about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have a teaser here. Uh, it, it turns out to be plus 140, but uh, sometimes I like just hitting these teasers because you can kind of make them uh, you know, a multi-day thing or something like that, just keep you interested in, in it. So uh, three-leg teaser here. I have uh, Vegas tease to plus eight and a half. Kansas City teased to plus one and a half, and San Francisco teased down to minus two and a half, uh, and again get that at plus one forty. Do you hate any of those games? Any of them you concerned about? The only one that concerns me is your Chiefs, Cody. I have a uh, a sneaking suspicion the Chargers are going to pull that one out. Uh, it's going to come down to how many of their pass catchers are healthy. I think if all of them are active. Uh, you could see a sneaky uh, close game there, and maybe a Chargers victory with the Chiefs kind of beat up on their, uh, you know, on their own there. But other than that, I like both those lines. There's no way that the Broncos win by more than 10 points with their putrid offense, and uh, the the 49ers are a much better team than Arizona. You'd have to figure they can beat them by a field goal. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with you there. I do think, you know, again, I'm I'm obviously biased to the Chiefs, but I'm going to take Andy Reid over. Um, uh, why am I blanking on his name now? Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. Thank you. I, I'm going to take Andy Reid all day over Brandon Staley. So if it came down that's to fair. pick him, so that's where my you know kind of confidence is. Whenever I got to tease that over to plus a point and a half, so don't mind it. Like I said, it's just a nice, nice little exotic uh, parlay there. That teasers some, are fun. Some good spread. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if if the first two, you know, I have one that's midday, then I have Sunday night football, and then I have Monday night football. So I mean, if the first one hits. I'm going to be zoned in on that second one. If that one hits, that gives me a good reason to watch Monday Night Football. Just kind of a fun way to do it if you like the way that the uh, the lines work out in your favor. So, yep. Besides that, Nick, any do you have anything else you want to throw out there for the people? Um, let me see. I had one more bet that I liked quite a bit that almost made it onto my list. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, that's actually okay. It's Rams plus three. Sounds a little crazy, uh, just because they have not been playing well very la- playing very well lately. But I think yeah, they are desperate. And this Saints team, I, I think their defense is underratedly bad. Uh, I think that the Rams defense is going to be able to hold Andy Dalton in check. And I could see Sean McVay scheming up twenty points for this team. And I think if they get there, they'll win the game. So I think I actually like the Rams on the money line here, laying. Uh, I think you'll get a little bit of plus money there because they are they're getting three points in that game on the road against the Saints. Yeah, I like that one as well. I, I almost had the Rams, but it's just hard. You know, I, I probably will put a little bit of money on the Rams in general, but it was hard to give them that vote of confidence in the best bets. I, I wasn't at that level of confidence with them, so I was kind of right there with you. But I think that'll wrap it up here for us. Justin, uh, we didn't introduce you. Sorry about that. Obviously, producer Justin uh, here kind of listening in. Do you have any bets for the people? Uh, I don't have any bets right now that I was thinking off of. I was trying to think of Knicks, Chargers, and Kansas City bet, and I do kind of agree with that. So, uh, oh, what a what a big surprise! Thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big shocker there. No, that's fair. That's Chargers right. money line, boys and girls, go after it. I think yeah. uh, you're. 
Well, like plus 180 right Go now. Go bet on Brandon one. Staley. That's nothing better. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. I'm getting out of here before they, before they spew any more garbage into your ears. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>